Oh. 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 New space. Look at our face. Oh yeah, reminds me of MySpace. It's so weird. I feel so weird in here, guys. Hello. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome. Shut that music off. It's terrible. Music. Turn that shit off. It feels weird. It does feel weird. Do you reckon? Hang on. It's mmm. It's a bit weird. Hey guys. What's going to happen? Yeah. Episode 101. Thanks for coming. Episode 101. Welcome to the Hey Dimu podcast uh, and live stream. It is currently live. Unless you're not watching it on Facebook, then you're watching it some other time, mm-hmm. which is not live. We are alive, but mm. you might not be experiencing us in the pre- well, in your present moment, mm-hmm. not our present moment. Or maybe you are. Maybe you are pro- making all of this. Maybe you're projecting all of this into existence. Wow. Yeah. That, how's that for an intro? That's pretty good. That's a pretty good intro. Are we really here? Are we really here? Yeah. Um, so this is episode number 101. I know. Yeah. We've I'll done say. this 101 times. <clears throat> um, and I guess that means that like, like this is a bit of a 101 episode, maybe. Mm, fresh beginnings. Oh, no. What are we? What are we doing here? What do we do this for? I have Thank to you. say, oh yeah, also just say a special hello to in our live room, Susan Holton, that's me mum, Kalana Steele, Brittany Witty, Brandon Simmons, Tina Marie Trimpert, uh, Rebecca Parker, Harold is here, Adam Birchmore is here with his top fan badge on, in that's... fact. Oh, and Tina, she's a sharer. She's a sharer says badge. She's a sharer. If there was a Facebook badge for me, it would be Overshare. I would have the overshare badge. They should invent that. Yeah. And hello, Kira. It's I didn't the, say hello to Kira already. It's the share it and it means like no one cares. Stop sharing so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, g'day, Ailey Foster. Ailey Foster, mate. Thanks for coming to our podcast. She's cool. Um, so... I don't think you've ever referred to me as a beautiful soul before. I don't think so Hayley, either. but I'll have it. I feel like shit face is probably more shit appropriate. Shit face. Hey, <laughs> hey, you bitch. Hey, you. Hey, you, bitch. Hey, Michael. Yeah, 101. So we... Well, actually, so for 101, so first I have to mention yesterday I went up and rehearsed with um, Projected Twin Iteration 2020. Mm -hmm. And Chris said to me, "Uh, Sean, how come there wasn't a podcast on Friday? Yeah. Well, who hasn't been watching the episodes? Well, he has been watching, but because we do our spiel, you know, and like people are probably used to me saying, so one-on-one, you've maybe not exactly a hundred times, but pretty much a hundred times. Can you close that door? Oh, yeah. Pretty much a hundred times you would have heard me say, we go live every Monday and Friday at 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time. And, And then you work out what time that is where you live. Yeah. Yeah. But now... Episode 101. So why wasn't there an episode on Friday? Because we used to do this every Monday and Friday at 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time. Mm. The Hey Demi podcast now happening every Monday at 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time. That's right. So on Fridays, we can sit around for a little bit longer. Why did we do that? Well, because, well, we don't need to go into it. If you want to know, you can go back a few episodes. That's a good idea. All right, let's not go over it all over again, okay? To be super handy, because we do lots of, we don't do our own homework, 
I don't know which episode you would, you would just have to just keep listening. Watching them all. Keep listening to old episodes, which is a good opportunity for me to let you know that this podcast also does go out on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Deezer. I think it's on Stitcher. I'm not sure. It's I not on Podbean. I, I, we are now. We are on Podbean? They signed us up and put us on there. Oh. Yeah. Did you send them out? How hmm. dare they? Well... Also, thinking of paying for things, we also have to put a special thank you out to our patrons. We are coming to you, episode 101, busting through three-digit numbers in a new space. If it wasn't for patrons, might not have been able to buy new lights and a nice wall. We've got thank you to our patrons for our lights. Thank you to our patrons for our paint. Thank you to our patrons for our new desk. Thanks that we're to on. patrons for not actually... I'm just pulling up my boobs. Yeah, that's um, right. Thanks oh, to the patrons for not helping that. me paint... That? You didn't have to pull your boobs up. I had after, to paint After this... this bit, so if you can't see the screen, our Instagram handles are up there. And if you cannot see that, hers is at antonika.hoberg. Mine is at Sean Holstagram. <laughs> but if I get rid of that, you don't have to lift your boobs up anymore because they're right there. Thank and you. And here's our lovely table that you guys have provided us with. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank if you. you would like to join in on the... The uh, what is it? The fun, the fun train, make the podcast, do things party. <laughs> then head to heydimu.com, h e y d i m m u.com, and become one of our community. And whilst you're there, don't forget to donate to EJ. Mm, mm-hmm. I haven't checked on that for a while. No, no, let's do that on what's, Monday next week. Okay, let's do that Monday next week. What's yeah. the dealio? <clears throat> what's the dealio? Well, we have no agenda, yeah, today, mm. but I did have some things to talk about, yeah. Yeah, I had an intense day yesterday. Mm-hmm. A lot of meditative states going on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Had to work through some stuff. Did you? I did. Oh. It was good, though. What did you work through? Um, well, I was feeling intense through a meditative experience. Mm-hmm. And which happens sometimes. Which happens sometimes. Yep, some of those. Hack did an expose on meditation. Wait, what? Expose on the dangers of the unspoken Wait. dangers of meditation. What are the unspoken dangers of meditation? Please enlighten me. Like people going on the uh, going on like a week long silent retreat and not really having much experience in meditation, yeah. and then having like a psychotic break. Well, then don't be an idiot and go on a great big meditative thing. Yeah, yeah. probably not ready. But but in true in true like Triple J hack um, current affairs style, it was like. So, tell me, what did you experience when you were at the meditation retreat? Oh, like I just couldn't. I was trying to meditate and um, it was pretty difficult. And mm. the the shaman, he just said, like, keep trying. So I kept trying and I just went nuts. Is that what he said? Pretty much. I'm paraphrasing. Are you adding an accent too? No, that's what it sounds like when you listen to Australian Did Current Affairs. The kids have finished the washing, everyone. That well is done. excellent. Hey, guys. Our homeschool children have just finished doing some of our chores. Thank Should we you. allow them to have screen time? Hmm. Hmm. What do we think, everybody? Should we, hmm. Should we allow them to have screen time? <laughs> ah, who posted that up there? Oh. Well done, Rebecca well done, Parker. Man, she's on she's, the job. She is, she is on the job. Uh, yeah, so that's just interesting that they would even bother. It's like anything. If you go to the gym... And you work out and you never go to the gym. It's going to hurt the next day. Mm. It's not meant to. It's not meant to hurt. Apparently. No, I was Apparently reading that. Apparently that's a misconception. That no pain, no gain. Yeah. Yeah. Too much pain, no gains tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you'll be 
laying in bed because your butt hurts. Too, too much, much pain, not going to do it, game. Mm. Um, yeah, so I had a meditation yesterday. Yeah. Tripping, and I've been feeling... Out on your own brains. Yeah. I was in between meetings. I had a psychedelic society meeting and an AGM meeting yesterday. So I was trying to mentally prepare. Mm-hmm. It was hard. Um, but... It's hard to talk about business with your third eye gaping open like that. Yes, it's yeah. just hanging out. It's difficult. No, I just, I, I've been feeling really unsettled and I've been feeling really uh, like, you know how like you wait for your life to start, right? You're waiting for your life to begin and you're like, when's my life going to begin? I f- it's Surely there's a point where I feel like my life's going to begin, right? Well, I feel <laughs> like. it's. <laughs> but I'm never like, when's my life going to begin? You know what? Today could be the day. It's yeah. like, when's my life going to begin? Tomorrow. Pretty sure it's like, not this week. Yeah, it's not today. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I can't remember what I was You're saying. You're in your meetings, your third eye's gaping open. My full, all of my stuff's falling out and mm-hmm. I'm realising all of these things about myself and I realised, like, I am a very easygoing person and I'm quite relaxed and I think most people can probably say, yeah, pretty chill person. Mm-hmm. But in here, it is not relaxed mm-hmm. i've always been able to present myself with something else can we put this down just a little bit just a little bit so i can see your eyes when i'm talking to you what can i do here um <laughs> not much um yeah and i um i just feel so much chaos in the inside and so i'm meditating and i can feel hang on a sec let on hala kira said you can have screen time now well done screen time guys. she said you can have it you can have harold it. said you can have screen time can and I, he's laughing can I have loudly. Time? Yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I was talking about what? My third eye falling out and all my poo's falling out. <laughs> yeah. Poo's coming out of your poo's middle eye. Poo's coming out eye. of my third eye. Stop coughing. Sorry. You're going to give somebody something. Cover Still. your mouth. <coughs> G'day, Cover Robert Dibu. <sighs> um, uh, meditating. You're pooing out of the center of your brain. Pooing out of the center of my brain mm-hmm. and my third eye. Pooping. Anyway, and I realized like I'm even t- at war with myself. Like so my I feel like my life has begun. I feel like I am in the throes of it. I am in the terminus sorting out everything. I'm sorting out my beliefs, my values and stuff, right? But I don't feel like I'm following. I know what I want. I know where I'm going. And we talked about this last week, but I'm still in that transition phase of trying to weed out the things that don't serve me mm. and the things that, and one of the things that doesn't serve me is me. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And this is what I've realized. Like I am so busy trying to micromanage everyone's lives that I'm not paying as much attention to what I am doing for myself. Mm. And I think that that's pretty common for mums. Do you think that's white middle class guilt? No, I don't have any guilt about my middle class. I know where I came from. Mm-hmm. I know the darks I've been to. Like, mm-hmm. it's all relative to mm-hmm. the person. Mm-hmm. I don't have no guilt. Mm-hmm. But I just um, am winding myself up based on... I've been... I, my whole life I've wound myself up based around the expectations that I think other people have of me. And nobody gives a shit. If my washing isn't done, no one cares if this time at homeschool, we didn't get the spelling words done. No, other than the homeschooling association. Um, No, like no one cares if I haven't showered that day unless I smell real bad. Mm. Like there's all of these, there's all of these, Mm. um, mm, Mm. you like it better when I'm smelly. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I'm having all these like I'm trying and I can't explain it. It's hard to explain. I'm having all of these belief paradigm shifts and I'm having all of these values shifts and I'm having these internal shifts. I'm like 35 now and you just I'm need like to take a big shift. I need a big shift. And so I had to like meditate <laughs> you, yesterday. You, you know what your problem is? Just took a big shift. Fucking full of shift you are. <laughs> You're just full of shift. Yeah. Anyway, so it all sounds very like, what's it called? Woo-woo. It all sounds very woo-woo and shit, but the inner psyche and the, um, what's it called? Existential crisis? Existential. Existential crisis is real. Mm. And I I go through them at varying stages and it's just a, um, it's where you feel chaotic and I feel like everything's out of control, but I don't think that that's what actually is happening. It's just that I'm leveling, leveling up to the next level of wherever I'm supposed to be. And I'm trying to figure out how to let all those things go mm. down there. And so there's all these things that I hold on to, like making sure this is done and making sure this is done and writing out this and having that. Even though it does help the world run well, there's a certain amount of strength I hold on to those things with that I need to figure out how to let go. Because if I don't, I'm going to have a stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just... Um, I think this is everyone, not just me. That's like a self-awareness problem. I find (laughs) that uh, I was listening to some podcast ages ago and some guy was talking about meditation and he was talking about how meditation doesn't make you a better person. It just shows you who you are. And and I feel like a lot of like self and personal like inquiry and self-development sometimes isn't necessarily equaling improving yourself it's just having a broader understanding of how you're not helping yourself out and then you have to like once you hit that bottom bit and you've realized in your meditation that you've hit this this plateau of meditation and it's probably because you've not integrated the things that you've learned about yourself in that time and then once you finally learn about those things and integrate those things into your life then you can actually go on to the next stage and heal the next thing because it's never done there's always something to heal there's always some sort of damage that others and we are causing ourselves in some way that we have to untie I think every have, step of the I way I think you have sweet spots in your little arc though you know so like if you think of yourself as like like surely there are periods of time where you just get to be a flower you're just a bloomed flower for a minute yeah and you've got a little sweet spot where you're just i'm just a flower and i'm arrived i'm fully realized for yes. the time being but i'm gonna wilt and die soon because i'm not actually the flower i'm experience yeah. a moment a moment of having flowers and bloom on me but i'm actually the plant yeah i'm actually the plant realizing that you're the plant is a really hard part so the flowers that i'm blooming right now are gonna die and I'm going to have to go through all the struggle of gathering resources, nutrients, and all fed. of the physical effort required in making more flowers. I am a plant. Yeah. So sometimes... Everyone repeat after me. I am, I am a, a plant. plant. I am the flower. No, I am not the... I f- am... I am not the flower. I am the plant. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we, most of the time we just want to be flowers. But maybe, and I don't know much about plant psychology, but maybe when the flower is like doing its thing and it's like, I'm a flower and I'm ready, the plant for a minute gets to go, oh, thank fuck those flowers. Oh, oh, I did I don't it again. Have to do anything for Slow a minute. Clap. Just leave those flowers there. Let those bees come and dick around in me for a little bit. Yeah. Spread my seed. Mm. Oh, and then I die. Yeah. And then I come back later. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Yeah. So plants, being a plant so is just, just keep, like being a person. You just keep doing that. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Do plants even have like holes in them. Not always going to have flowers them. in bloom. They have holes in them. Plants like have people. what? Holes in them. What do you mean? To absorb the the carbon dioxide. Oh yeah. The stroma, soma, soma, soma. It's stroma or soma. Mm. And in the daytime, it they open up, and at nighttime they shut. In the so. daytime. They did All do the laundry nanny. Open up. Yes, the kids the did daytime. the laundry. Um, so I'm terrible at laundry, so I thought it might be good to train them to do it. Mm. 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 So there's a self-awareness mm. thing. I'm terrible at laundry. Oh, well, case closed. No room, nothing to do there. No room for improvement This there. is, do you know why? Because that isn't, doesn't serve me. It does, <laughs> it does serve me. Does it? It serves me really well. Mm. But uh, Serves I, you right. Yeah, I don't. serves you. Um. Anyway, and then so yesterday I was watching a – and so this all sort of feeds in. So I was doing my meditating and, and figuring out that I am my problem. As we – most of us are, we are our own problem. You're mm. your own problem. Mm. You're your problem. The answer is always – You. And sometimes, depending on, on where you're at, it'll make you really angry or not. <laughs> the answer is always just get out of the way more. Yeah, Just and get out of the way more. Well, that's the thing, and so I've been feeling kind of like not not miserable and not depressed. I haven't. I've just felt really unsettled over the last few months, and I'm sure that's for everyone, but it's me, and I want to fix it. And so I was like feeling this unsettled, and then so I'm seeking, looking outward, and going like, what is outward that is bothering me so much? What is it? And then when you've exhausted that, you've got nowhere to turn. It could but also yourself. be collective. It could also be collective. Because the whole world right now, or huge portions of the world right now, are kind of like this. What? <sighs> this was the year we were going to have prom, and now we don't get to go. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the world right now. Now we don't get to go. Yeah. Now we I... don't get to go there. Yeah. I, I thought was... we were going to get to go there. Yeah, maybe that's why I've been sad. I was supposed to go to Melbourne. Yeah. So the best... The best um, the best remedy for getting out of the way of that is, um, and this story got told to me again last night, and mm. I really like it. There's this guy, he's been, I can't remember his actual name, and maybe I won't name him, but there's this guy who um, became quite notorious in Melbourne. So a friend of mine li- used to live in Melbourne, and she started working at this place, and I'm pretty sure I've been there in around about 2006. Yep. Um, and there was one and then they grew out into a, a number of them. And it was one of those just pay what you feel like restaurants. Mm. Mm. But, what? So this guy opened it, like started it. And then people would, he just basically went in there and he would just start making food. And then people would come in and he'd be like, oh, I've made a pancake. Do you want a pancake? That's and they'd cute. be like, I don't have any money for a pancake. And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. Do you, you want to eat it though, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you have that. I'm going to go make another one, you know? And then people just started working there. And he was this like... That's so cool. This, this like, this uh, Buddhist... So he, he was... He, he I can't remember. I think he grew up in Pakistan, maybe? I can't remember. But that sounds familiar. Uh, Pakistan or India mm. or um, Sri Lanka. I can't remember. One of those three. Which is throw all those areas in and you hope that you got it right. Well, I always forget about Sri Lanka. And when I'm thinking of Sri Lanka, I think Pakistan. And sometimes Pakistan comes to my head when I'm when I'm looking for Sri Lanka yeah, in right. my mind. Anyway, so he's this Buddhist dude. And his whole thing was like he... Uh, we've talked on here before about how like ideas form themselves. And yeah. that like you can start an idea 
kind of like projected Water twin. Droplets. You know, like I started this projected twin idea, and then the idea is bigger than me. Even to the point where Google Trends, <laughs> Google Trends. So, projected twin is this popular, and Sean Holton is this popular, but they're the same dude. But the idea got taken by other people took this idea yeah, they think of what you're projected multiple twin people. is sometimes yeah so people still ask me like is projected twin just you is it a, like what's the whatever but it's a something about it seems like a bigger idea than just mm. me and so it's become a bigger idea than just me and so this guy's restaurant was like that and so he would do things like at the end of the night he'd be like i'm gonna take four hundred dollars out of the till and then whatever's left you guys all split between you but none of them officially worked there and so there was like seven of them there and it would be chaos because there was no boss. There was no, mm. like, everything was, if you feel like it, if you don't have money, wash the dishes for your food. If you want to just eat and leave your stuff on the table and for someone else to clean up, you can do that too. You could even come back half an hour later for more food <laughs> and no one would say anything, you know. And he, he, he was just like, wow. I'll just see what happens kind of thing. Um, and uh, so obviously it was a shit show and because he didn't run the thing. People from the uh, the like the vegetable delivery guy to the um, like the people helping out in the store or whatever would be going off at him all the time like you're the manager you got to do something you got to do this we got to pay blah 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 and they get because um, everyone needs a leader yeah so they get robbed they get held up or something mm. and then um, the staff would be freaking out going like oh man like we need that money because the deliveries uh, we need the to food pay the delivery tomorrow yeah. we're not gonna be able to pay the food dude and then the guys response would be well you know like that's that's fine he can have that money and they're like what do you mean he can have that we need that money is like yeah but he probably needed that a lot more than us and he probably needed it more than we need those like that food order tomorrow or whatever and it would get to the point where things would be falling apart so badly that this restaurant was constantly just at the state of collapse all the time. It was going to fall apart all the last? time. They're going to be, it's still going. There's what? more of them now. And he's been on like current affair because people will be like. Is this in Australia? He's, yeah, this is in Melbourne. He's like, he gets in trouble because he's like, they haven't paid this guy and he hasn't paid that guy, blah, blah, blah. And they're all blaming him because he's the owner. But he hasn't done any of it. Yeah. The peop, The reason the staff aren't getting paid is because of the other staff. They all control it among themselves so like you guys have to figure it out you guys have to figure it well and also he's just like and they'll be like but if we blah 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 and tomorrow etc like we won't be able to open what are we going to do and his response this is his baby this is his store it's his money it's his problem and his response is well we'll just do something else then i guess hmm. we just if that happens if we come here tomorrow and we can't open I guess we'll have to do something else. Mm. And it's as simple as that. And he and his whole thing, uh, that my friend that worked with him said that it took her, everyone just thought he was just hopeless and useless. And then after a little bit of time there, she started to realize, actually, no, you're just exceptional of your faith in this. Like, I really don't have to do that. And we don't have to do this. And mm. that doesn't have to be a problem. If I just don't engage with it and he's like, that doesn't matter. That's fine. Blah, blah, blah. And like everybody would just be like tense and nuts around him and he'd be smiling at everyone. Where do you think that that came from for him? Well, my, because I, my friend said it's that hard to let go. growing up in um, Sri Lanka. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different values. Different and so when he got culture. here, he just never crept in that like I have to worry about any more than do I have enough today? And he always had enough today for him. Yeah. And he always had enough. He, so he always had enough for him. He lived this like 
scheduled life. He'd go swimming in the morning and he'd do this and this time and he'd come in and he'd just cook. He'd just walk into the restaurant seven days a week, massive split shifts, and he'd just cook. He'd just go in there and cook <laughs> and let it sort itself out. That's interesting. Yeah. Hey, Alec. How's the Fortnite career going? Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, before we go on to the next thing, which is stemming from that, I'm going to need to heat up my coffee and do a wee. Oh, yeah. But um, Which is Sean one of the benefits you... of our new podcast space because you can get up for a wee. And walk straight out. Yeah. It's magical. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, you can talk about our f- online Fortnite career. Oh, yeah, our online Fortnite career. Do you want me to heat up your coffee? Yeah, can you heat that one up? So uh, our kids want to be professional gamers and um, we're not, well, look, they don't don't have the skills yet anyway. They can't put a video together just yet. They know how to film a video, but they don't know what to do with it after that. But anyway, they want to be professional gamers and uh, we're not ready to send them out into YouTube on their own yet. So we've been experimenting a little bit with family gaming. We have a PlayStation. We realized that we can live stream from there. So we streamed ourselves playing Fortnite the other day. It was more a video of me playing Fortnite and uh, trying to explain to Leto that all of the ways that he's trying to express things to me to help me better at the game are making me not better at the game so we're maybe i guess we're putting together kind of like there's lots of peachy clean partridge family gaming channels out there and maybe our gaming channel will kind of be like the osborns meets video gaming that'd be kind of interesting uh in other news as well uh relating to And last night I had a rehearsal with the band, which is going to be the 2020 iteration. We have Cat Johns back, we have Chris Lau back, we have Luke Whelan back, and we also have, uh, for the first time, uh, who was meant to be in the band a long time ago, but for lots of different reasons just never happened. Cam Blockland is also in the band yesterday. So we had our first get together, we checked out the space. Cat and Chris have been purpose. Uh, fitting, uh, refitting their studio to be... for it. Well, yeah. I mean, this kind of, like, was the thing that pushed it forward. So they'd always had a studio in there, but they hadn't quite treated it to have live drums in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they live in a country but residential area, so they have neighbours, so got to be respectful out, of yeah. that. And in this, in this country, I don't know how it works wherever you guys are or maybe in even different states, but if someone makes a noise complaint about you... It's literally up to that person's discretion. Yep. Yeah. So we don't want to get shut down in the middle of the live stream. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, 10 years ago, I put out an album, my debut album uh, called Earth to World by Projected Twin. And um, it's had like over a million streams and lots of people liked it. And it's been a great... It's not my favorite. It's not your favorite. But, well, so yesterday... Your new music is my favorite. Yeah. Well, that should be the way it is. Tinky tonk music. That should be the way it is. Ting tong ting. You should hopefully like. You should hopefully like an artist. Like I read a review of my second album once, and the review was that. Um, oh no! So still they, shit. They reviewed. <laughs> they reviewed my. They reviewed my second album, mm-hmm. and that was the first album they'd come across. 
Uh, and then they went back and thought, I'll go and do a review of the first album. And one of the comments was, the second album is, I think, better than this one. But then they also followed that up by saying that, and so it should be, if we're listening to the yeah. newer one. Because people get mad, though, when like their when new, change new band changes up. Mm-hmm. their favourite old band from 10 years ago. And it's like, people got to grow, man. Yeah. Well, I did that Incubus medley with the collaborative musicians a little while ago and I only, I, I got to be the one to pick what Incubus songs because yeah. I'm a big Incubus fan. So I didn't pick anything. I only picked uh, content from the first half of their discography because that's, that's the, the Incubus that you I like. like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not really into it after that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, your favourite song will definitely be in that, Your favourite song will be in it. So I'm doing a full live-streamed, full band, full, full quality. Uh, uh, You've got professional streamers helping you. Yes, yes. yes. Um, it's going to be amazing. And uh, I spoke to the dudes, so one of the questions people have had for me is, how will this go in terms of time zones? So it's going to be mm. a free stream interactive stream there'll be a chat so you'll be able to communicate with us um the whole thing's being professionally oh, recorded can I come uh, do that bit? you can come do that you can help I'll with that, that bit. the whole thing's being professionally recorded as well so after the stream goes live we'll be releasing a full high def version mm-hmm. um of the entire performance and we're going to do two performances oh. of the whole thing on the one day at two different so times. one in the morning one in the evening or something yes because um projected twin has an international following and so i want to make sure that when we do it it's going to be on the same date but there'll be two different times so that cool. i i want to make sure that everyone gets a chance to see it yeah when it's live um, i want to see you sing twice that's boring and Des says, yeah, and you don't get me to play guitars on that Incubus medley. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I just... Dang. I, I, did it. I just got asked to do it. He, he's, I don't he's, control it. Hey, Caitlin. Hey, your brother. It's you, your brother, Des. <laughs> yeah. He, he's the musical director. Take it up with him. You, yeah. You got, Jeez. you got shafted by your own family. Yeah, your brother totally shafted you. Mm-hmm. All of that popularity. How is that video going? Is it doing well? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, and we have another one coming out this week. The, uh, this weekend, we, myself, and the collaborative musicians, the the same team that I worked on the Incubus medley with, we just did uh, Coheed by Audio Slave. Does sound good. I didn't know I liked Audio Slave. Oh, you like Audio Slave? A yeah, lot. you get your danky, naughty voice on when yeah. you do Audio Slave. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I'm, you're gonna like this one. Dang. Because I make that that sound that makes your Pants rumble. rumble. Yeah, Um, so that was really exciting. That Um, is exciting. And, 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 so I've already booked them in. So uh, in 2022 is going to be the 10 year anniversary of my second album, Earth vs. World. And so I've I've already put my hooks into the band to tell them that they they have to do that with me. And what if Cam ruins it? And in 2024. (laughs) We are thinking that in 2024, we will maybe release the final installment in the Earth World series. Concert series or album? So there was Earth to World. Yes. Album number one. Yes. Earth versus World. Album number two. And finally, it's only taken me 12 years to get there. Earth 
Meat World, album number three. Mm-hmm. So it was always meant to be a trilogy. There's a big arc there. And uh, I have set a tentative date, 2024. Can I say something? So when I met you, you were doing your, you were about to finish or you were finishing up. Album one. Album one. Yeah. So I'd done all the production. And you would. And you and I got together while it was being mixed. Yeah. 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 And so you were telling me about this like three arc plan of three albums. Mm -hmm. This is my Lord of the Rings. But I didn't actually think you'd do it. This is my Tolstoy. Yeah, you're doing it though. Yeah. Tolstoy. Mm -hmm. What's Tolstoy? Leo Tolstoy. Is that the guy that wrote Lord of the Rings? Tolkien. Tolkien. Who's Tolstoy? He's making shit up. It's like Dostoevsky. Maybe Tolstoy's a philosopher. Yeah, he sounds like a philosopher. Speaking of philosophy. Me read books. Good. So yesterday I was watching Emily Knows Everything. And if you'd like to go and watch her because she's sometimes entertaining. Not as entertaining as me, but sometimes she can be entertaining. (laughs) Uh, You can go over and follow her on Instagram at Emily, Mm E-M-I-L-I-E, knows everything. Um, And she does live streams and live karaoke and all sorts. That's how I met her. That's how you met her. Yeah. And we were part of the group, but we decided to leave and now we're known as the fallen members of the LOL yeah. group chat. The group chat is 20-something Which I must people. reiterate has nothing to do with them. Oh, it's about us. Yeah. It has everything to do with just like the concept of group text-based chats in general. I yes. just don't. I just don't want to be in one. Yes. Anyway, yeah. so we are the fallen members. Anyway, I was watching one of her karaoke live streams last night and this, mm-hmm. this young lady pops on. She must be... Not quite 30. Mm. I'm assuming she's under 30. She sounded under 30. She speaks very softly. Her voice is like ASMR. Beautiful girl. Anyway, she was talking about Christianity and she was talking about faith and having hope. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things when people are sprouting, you know, you just need to have faith. You just need to have hope. I get it. But I took a shortcut in having faith and hope with psychedelics. And she has, is a born again, found God. And she speaks of God as in the he of God. He's a he, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Anyway, so she speaks about faith and hope and stuff. So my question is, how do you explain to somebody how to have faith and hope had they never had it in the first place if they've never found God or they've never had a psychedelic experience to show them what one of God is. You got to prove to them that they already exist with a level of faith in their life. Because, yeah, but how? Because to be an atheist, you have to have faith that there's nothing more. That's a leap of faith. Mhm. 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 Yes, but how do you show? Because I find it frustrating, and even I find it frustrating for myself because I'm like, you just need to love yourself more. That's all. It's all about your self-worth. You just need to love yourself and put it into yourself. And if you put the same love of God um, or whatever it is that you believe in back into yourself, then mm-hmm. you'll be fine, mm-hmm. which is fine you if just, you're the person who's experiencing just put that. put it back into Mother Earth. Put back into just Mother put Earth. put it back into Mother but, Earth. But... And which is great, which is great, and which is why I think you can't tell people, you cannot tell people to have faith and hope, and you can't tell people you just need to love yourself, because I think after watching that live stream yesterday, something occurred to me that like 
doesn't matter how much you try and tell someone that they just need to have faith and hope. They can't have that until they've actually truly experienced it firsthand, which is actually part of the process of life is mm-hmm. hitting that bottom to find the faith and hope in whatever it is that you need to find the hate, faith, faith and hope in within yourself. Yeah. Right? Yep. So you're talking about the difference of between um, having an idea about something and then actually yeah. swallowing that idea and believing the whole idea. Yeah. So yeah. like you can say, oh, yeah, I love um, animals, but I eat bacon. Mm-hmm. Same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they, they claim that's the same thing. So that's even me throwing myself under the bus because I do love animals, but I also eat bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the same as me saying you just need to have self-worth you know just figure out your self-worth you'll be fine and everything's going to be great but i'm giving no more nothing more mm-hmm. where, where how you get that you just can't tell people is that true there is no no telling people just to have faith and to hold on and to have hope or is that still an acceptable thing uh the second you start trying to convince anybody to believe anything you then start interacting with something within them that is uh bigger than them and mm-hmm. it is an aversion to being told what to believe. Yeah, and then so you instantly are off on your back foot because you're like, don't tell me what to do. And then so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether it's psychedelics. It doesn't matter whether it's God. It doesn't matter if it's veganism. It doesn't matter if it's, what's another social topic? Feminism. Mm-hmm. You can tell someone how they should think about something or the the what you think is morally right till the cows come home mm-hmm. but until that person has experienced that firsthand your breath is kind of wasted sometimes sometimes you trigger something in people where even if they do believe what you're saying because they want to be defiant they'll act act yeah. out in the opposite anyway yeah. just because fuck it well, yeah, because people don't like to be preached to because it doesn't matter. You're always being preached to. It doesn't really matter. Hmm. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. This is... Mm. Gosh. Okay. I meant it's hard to keep reading because of my... I didn't know, know you had ADHD. Ah. It's a personal experience how you explain anything that you are personally passionate about unless they've seen it themselves. That's right. And so I'm like, I'm all about like, you know just love yourself and everything will be fine and that's fine for me because i experienced that firsthand in my experiences Mm. but i can't bestow that same um internalized belief to someone else without them actually having experienced it and so then is it annoying to be telling people you just gotta like believe in yourself Uh, is that annoying i think one of the reasons that 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 we all struggle with that is because when you get told to love yourself and then you do something that you think or hope is going to be part of the process of figuring out how to do that you so you have this bad faith Mm. that when i can successfully love myself there'll be a humongous change yeah that i'll be when i love myself that'll have such a great effect on me it'll change everything that i'll be totally different yeah but that's not real love because that's 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 that's, not that's acceptance. Con- that's conditional. Yeah. That's that's you saying to yourself, "I will love you when you represent something I think is more lovable," and that's not a good place to start from. So, like for example, so so yes, so so then you're saying it's more about accepting, it. yeah. Ex- because yesterday when I w- I've been feeling so tumultuous. Right, and so yesterday my meditative experience showed me that 
I need to just let go a little bit, mm. just release the grip. Because I was in this experience of I was standing and I was holding onto the shoulder of myself and then I was holding onto a shoulder of my other self and it just kept going around, right? And the person in the middle was also me, mm. but she was holding onto this big black ball mm-hmm. and she was squeezing it and as she squeezed it, all of the black would like a sponge, you, you know, think- when you squeeze a sponge. And then when she would loosen it, it would suck back into the sponge. Mm. Do you think that... Um... And so I could have hated myself after that experience because I feel like I've been causing my own distress oh, by yeah, being yeah, in yeah. my own way. And so yeah. I could have hated myself for that, yeah. but instead of hating myself, I accepted that. That's a bit of a problem with the nar- with the, the narrative that we're seeing in the world. It doesn't... Again, they're two different worlds, the internet world and the actual world physical world that you go and inhabit with other people, mm. bump into people in traffic or in the, the supermarket or whatever. It's two very distinctly different worlds. But I always kind of describe the internet world as the psyche of the, the, the psyche of humanity because, the re, you know, like uh, the reason people are keyboard warriors is because it's like a lot of people have taken to the internet because it is a place where they can express maybe have a voice yeah and and not just not just have a voice but also express things that might be kind of like pretty obscure but because because like we're talking before how like ideas gravitate towards each other and they find each Mm. other because of the internet some of the more obscure ideas out there now can collect in in numbers right Mm -hmm. um and through that conversation, through like, and if it is the psyche of the planet, it's a bruised psyche because it's very defensive. And so we are constantly seeing these examples of uh, from cancel culture that no forgiveness for this, yeah. no forgiveness for that, no forgiveness for this person. You take responsibility for this. You take, People don't change. You take the punishment mm. or you take what's coming to you for that. And so then we filter that down into our relationship with ourselves. So we're constantly seeing outside of us distinctions being drawn into who is a person you should accept that exists and who you shouldn't accept that yeah. exists. And it's coming from both sides. So you've got people saying, you've got people in, my, in, in minorities saying like, don't ignore me, don't, don't overlook me. Um, but then they're like, you have to behave this way. And they're like, no, you have to have behave this way. Yeah. And they can't force you each can't other to behave that. how they want. So then they get even more annoyed at each other. But anyway, we ingest Which all of that. Which causes a divide. As outside, so within. So if you are seeing that there are conditions to who deserves to be on this planet and who doesn't, then you take that into yourself as well. And so you cast the exact same judgmental, uh, you bring the same judgmental hammer down on yourself. As you do as with you, everyone else. Well, Because we are one after all. Even if you're not doing it, like you don't even have to be the sort of, maybe, maybe you don't think horrible things about other people or whatever, but you still let all that stuff wash over you and determine the way you judge your own behavior, you know, like, cause some people will, will um, narrow it down to like, I don't judge anybody else, just myself, but super fucking harshly. Yeah, brutal, which means I out, when I look out in the world, you're all fuckheads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so because there's, because the, because our civilization mm. is constantly trying to uh, secularize itself and draw lines in the sand 
we have lots of lines in our mind of yeah. of what we are and are not allowed to be and it's very confused it's because so everyone's confusing. right everyone's right yeah. everyone's right and if you if you don't agree with them then you're flipping the narrative or you haven't looked at this or you haven't done research in this and research is a word that gets bandied around like <laughs> i don't know but yeah, do you know what i mean yeah i do yeah thank you yeah that was good so well i done. think that's what it is and so then and then you get told to love yourself and you're like but but i've all got all these examples in my head of all the reasons why i, I don't shouldn't. deserve any because i'm anything like any the problem with harshly judging people the way we do is mm. it's impossible to not step on the first cobblestone of the corridor that is the same action that leads to the same action that you have this thing about yeah cool yeah and it's so smart. If, smart if you want to love yourself a great place to practice <laughs> Stephen came we're all fuckheads we're all fuckheads that's right. right we are if you want to love yourself the best way to practice that is to find a way to accept someone that isn't you that you really don't think deserves it like my childhood abuser. Which doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean like serve yourself up to them. No. But you've got to let go of this, this that that thing that you're squeezing on the sponge. Yeah. That is, I think. You know, when it runs out over your hands and it's all black. Yeah, that is you holding on to. And I was talking to another friend about this recently and they're experiencing the same issue with this. They know it's not good for them. They know fundamentally that it doesn't like it doesn't, doesn't it doesn't add up to anything good but they just cannot let go of the bit where they just want that person to take responsibility for what they did i want you to take responsibility for that and that's kind of the that's kind of the war that we're in at the moment mm. right now we're in a war a global war of responsibility no this is your responsibility no this is your here. no you're not doing enough no you're not guess what None of us are doing enough. You're not doing enough for the world and you're not doing enough for you. But Never. that's a good place to start from yeah. and work your way from there. Bloody hell. So do, I think everyone, your life is fixed now, right? Mm-hmm. He did it. Speaking of fuckheads, uh, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Hawke has a new song out. It is called Truth uh, featuring Ian Pace, the drummer from uh, Deep Purple. Oh, I like S- Deep Smoke on the Purple. Water. Yeah, man. That's one of the first songs I learned on guitar mm-hmm. as a kid. It also features Damien Steele Scott, who's a sick bass player. I've and seen I it's can't remember who the keyboard player doing was. Doing very well. He's pretty sick too. Yeah, Lots like of views on there. Hun- over 100,000 views in less than a day, something mm-hmm. like that. Well mm-hmm. done, Stefan. Caitlin says, part of your loving yourself is moving on and loving your old self. Yes. I had this dream. And this was, it's a very confronting dream. So trigger warning for anyone with sexual assault. Um, I haven't told you about this dream. I had a dream that all men and women were slaughtered. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Mm. Um, So I was uh, traumatized as a child with uh, sexual abuse from a stepfather, not my current stepfather, an old stepfather for six years. And one of the things that I never quite understood was how he got me to remain silent because I don't remember ever talking to him. I don't have very many memories of ever having a conversation. I don't remember being threatened, all this stuff. And remember when I walked into you, no, you came into the laundry and you grabbed my butt Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was like, oh, don't do that right now. I'm remembering the dream I had last night. Mm. Anyway, so this dream is of me and a lot of stuff that comes with childhood trauma is about forgiving the self and stuff. 
in my dream, I've got myself sitting on a ledge, a little child version of me. And I'm standing, an adult version of me, not this version, another version of me, is standing in front of the child self, me. And I'm trying to convince or there's this weird exchange going on. I, even, I don't know the adult version of me is trying to convince the little version of me to be sexually abused. But the part about the dream, the feeling in the dream, right, is the, the vibe of the dream was that she didn't know that what was happening was a bad thing. And this adult... Of course she didn't. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what the dream was about. Mm. And so she's sitting there being, like, influenced and by, by an adult version of me. And that was showing me that from both sides. That was showing me from even though he may have known what he was doing was wrong, that he could not control that impulse of, that he had, obviously. He had no control. Then there's the child self of me who had no idea that whatever was going on was actually not appropriate sort of thing. So it was this weird exchange of um, accepting that in the dream. It was about me accepting that whilst he did do that and it wasn't okay, that it was it was within like I was unable to change or control what he did and therefore that was not my it's not my in my in my head it works a lot better but it's this weird thing about accepting that like yeah it was horrible but he tricked you into this this you were tricked into this abuse by this person and when it was me standing in that position feeling the things that he may have been feeling at the time not I wasn't feeling sexual things towards myself but I was trying to manipulate child self it into being abused mm. i wasn't trying to do it but i was trying to trick her into something yeah and so it was this weird exchange of like um i can't really describe it it's like it's like being like both of both parties me the adult self and the kid self didn't know what was going on was wrong it was this weird like thing mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense does it when I just say it out loud. Do you think that the the that the adult self wasn't like wasn't, well, my wasn't, adult wasn't self like didn't know it was wrong either. Complicit in the abuse. No, I wasn't trying to say that. No. It was this very strange of course, because it's a dream. But it was more you need to shut that door. It was more about me trying to it was my psyche as a kid understanding that the um oh so loud all of a sudden that the manipulation that happened and he's gone, he's not even listening to me anymore. The manipulation that happened was from my side an innocent manipulation. And a lot even though I had thought I had forgiven myself a lot for that, that dream made me able to see that like I was a clean slate as a child and I had no no idea other than to just accept that whatever I was being told was what I was to do. And that's part of growing up and that's why like that my life was the way it was. And it was so this dream was all about me forgiving this like childhood self and the adult self of me for not being able to understand that that was something that was wrong. Because one of the things I never quite understood is how come I didn't know it was wrong? Well, that makes me think of another thing in that, um, you know, sayings like it takes a village to raise a child. And um, and again, I think because of the prominence of self-expression throughout the Internet, I don't think in history there's ever been a time where young people have had such a loud voice before. Yeah. And um, I think before that, which is still a developing thing and there is 
some, uh, well, like different track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was this connotation before young people were able to express themselves in large numbers on the internet like they have and mm. be heard mm. where like you would just take any adult's word over a kid yeah. no matter what and so that well that's the vibe of the dream i was like this kid and i was like totally taking in everything that this other woman was saying to me mm. And that was me telling me. And I was like, of course you wouldn't know because you were the only one there. Because that's the weird thing about the coercion of child abuse is that there's this kind of unknown understanding that because you are a child and because I am an adult, something in you, which we have all built this mechanism in our culture, something in you, no matter what I do, something in you is going to say, better not, better, mm. better make, better do this good. Yeah. Better do this good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be a good girl. Mm. Good boy. Mm. No? Same thing. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. And the reason you want to do this good is because the, that mechanism gets built by, I better, do, I better make this adult happy because whatever they say to whoever's looking after me is going to be the final word, well, not my version of it. Yeah, and if there's other siblings watching the other siblings. Which sibl- might not even be true. But that's, yeah. I think that is the way young people interpret the dynamic between them and older people. You didn't say, you didn't, well, you the, didn't say hello to Auntie Jackie, that's rude. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but Auntie Jackie scares the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Children are to be seen and not heard type thing. Yeah, and that, that, that's essentially, you know, we grew up in the 90s and in the 90s children weren't as heard as they were, are now, like, mm-hmm. People just didn't consider that, like, I don't know, in the circles that I grew up in, people didn't consider that there was more to a child than there was, you know, a kid is a kid and they'll just figure it out and they'll grow up and then they'll look after themselves. I, no one ever spoke to me about my, how, how I would, how psychology would affect my brain and how like the environments I was in. I was, I think we should all learn that. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> it's a funny thing that happens like from time and perspective so like you understand you understand yourself as a child better because you're an adult now and you look you look mm. back and you can contrast but it's funny how um how that doesn't very that doesn't automatically make a dent in the way you perceive other young people you mm. learn something about yourself and maybe you like are a bit more um open-minded or accommodating to whatever your shortcomings were back then Mm -hmm. but then it doesn't automatically apply to other young people as an older person interacting with younger Mm. people you you well kind of like faith like if we were talking about faith before if you believe in god or whatever yeah you just don't understand how someone else just doesn't get it. You just don't understand how they don't get it. Yeah. So if you were, you were used to be a child and now you're an adult and you've learned some things and you think that just by, just by verbalizing the things you've learned from when you were a kid and now you're an adult, that that should be enough information for whatever young person you're yeah. speaking to. But, but you forget, but that they don't have it all. That wouldn't have worked for you at no. the time. No. You needed to be further away from it. Oh, God, it's so hard. Mm. It's all so hard, guys. Yeah. Oh, gets a bit hard, doesn't it? It gets a bit hard.
dad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, Gets let's get away. Bad. We weren't allowed to have an opinion as a child. Yeah, that's right. So children and, you know, depending on what type of parents you had, if they were old-fashioned or fresh-fashioned or whatever, oh, well done. You put Stefan's song there. Thank Good job. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. You're very handy. Yeah, um, you know, and don't. Children were to be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think if you have grew up with older fashioned parents or parents who didn't know even how they worked, that you shut up. Well, children definitely have an opinion now, don't they? I bet we wish we could put that genie what back in mean? the bottle. What do you mean they don't like being smacked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean we're not allowed to smack our children? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't. Aren't we though? Don't smack them. What? Aren't we? Aren't well, we? you're allowed, but mm. you shouldn't. Mm. Don't do it. Yeah, because it's not good for them. It's, it's actually not it's good. It's the only. It's the only law that supports assault. <sighs> that there is. <laughs> like you can't smack me. So if you smacked me in the face, mm-hmm. I, I get could, in trouble. For you that. get in trouble. But if you smack <laughs> the kid in the face and you don't leave a mark, that's all right. Yeah, but that's like saying <laughs> I punched my wife, but you, I didn't leave a mark, so it's all right. Tosh Conley's ringing me. Bloody Tosh Conley. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Osgood methods didn't educate children and to empower them to protect themselves and create conversations with kids. Yeah, it's true. It's very strange that, and I guess that comes from the you know in the nineteen fifties or sixties there was a psychologist guy. Anyway, he was behavioral psychologist, I believe, and he believed that children were a Tabu, tabu. A tub. Tabu. Children blank are a slates. Tub. He believed that children were blank, blank slates. Mm-hmm. And so there's all these like old schools of psychology thought about the development of children. And I guess in the 1950s and 60s and all of that, there was a lot of confusion about what actually what a child's brain actually is like and how you're actually supposed to raise kids. There were so many different like schools of psychology to do with children and blah, 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 because they're still growing and they don't know much back then, mm. as much. Mm-hmm. My God, that's not right. Yeah, blame me for flipping the coin. But at school we're doing, at school, at uni we're doing attachment styles, which I've done before, but it's very interesting. Mm. What have you learned? Well, I've learned that you are borderline authoritarian mm-hmm. and borderline authoritative. Authoritative? Authoritarian, authoritative. Yeah. Yeah. There's permissive. So that's con- that's conditioning. Yeah. That's not my natural way. No, you've been conditioned that way. That's conditioning. Yeah. That's that's um that's every time you go and do a trial shift with some sound engineer, and because you're some young idiot, he just talks to you like. You're a total piece of shit <laughs> and he doesn't want to explain anything more than once. And so I'd rather run the risk of really screwing this up because I don't really know what I'm doing because you've made it very clear the first time you explained it that mm. um, that before you even tried to explain this to me, You're already it seemed like I was already stupid. So, hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what they talk about as well, about how our prior experiences as kids and teenagers shape the way our relationships and the relationships we have with our children. Yeah. So I don't even notice that I'm notice that I'm doing it half the time. Sometimes just like come out and ask them like before uh, <laughs> when I went and shut the door there, 
TV was really loud. All I needed to do was go, can you just turn that down a little bit? It's really loud. And only at the end of the sentence did I notice I go, turn that down. That's very loud. Like, yeah. Yeah. You do. You just everything add this other you, thing you, to you, it. you add a tone to yours. Mm. Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. You don't know you're doing it sometimes, I think. I do it. I yeah. can hear it when That's Harlequin biggest... uses her mad voice at Leto. <laughs> and why do you think that that would upset me? <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Hey, they didn't condition you. <laughs> we all conditioned each other. <laughs> Great books available now to help empower and educate kids. Sure is. My Underpants Rule by Kate and Rod Power. <laughs> the Underpants Rule. Well, there's also, there's also, we'll also back up as well in that there is, um, ch- children are underdogs. There's so much they can't do there's so much they don't know yet there's so much uh there's so much development to go on and um like they haven't been around for very long so they 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 don't have this the same uh they don't have the same understanding of like time and how much time yeah they have you know so they can be really impatient um and that also impatient with their own development or their own abilities so yeah you could you could be a young person and you could be around people that are like quite supportive or whatever but if you're a young person and you're not able to do the thing or express the thing or make the thing or take responsibility for the thing that you think you should be able to at this point it doesn't really matter how somebody explains that to you when you're young you just feel dumb you just feel yeah. behind you feel underdeveloped you feel you feel a bit useless, you feel, and you're also worried you, on the, in the back of your mind, you're also worried about like, at some point I'm going to have to take the reins of this life. And I just don't know if I'm ever ready to do that. And you were talking before about how like, keep waiting for your life to begin. Well, I don't anymore. But well, you have this to. feeling sometimes that comes over you like your life's going to begin. Oh no, I used to. Ah, oh, okay. I don't anymore, but continue with that. Oh yeah. I was just saying that that's like, that's, I think an extension of that same thing of like, I'm not quite ready to take full responsibility of my life yet because it hasn't quite started. I haven't quite, I haven't read, I've still got to read a few more books. I've still got to, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and again, I think that's also predicated on the idea that like, if you figure out how to love yourself or how to look after your health or any of these other things that all these other difficult parts of your mind are just going to completely go away. Mm. But it's actually more like the guy that was running the restaurant we're talking about earlier Mm -hmm. as outside so within you know so he uh i don't know in order to find the patience and calm and the uh the way that he dealt with any with whatever situation he was in he had to apply that to everything and everyone i wonder if he's happy apparently he's pretty tired I'd be really tired. He's pretty tired. Thank you, Matt Hendy, for sharing the uh, adult attachment theory and research. Uh-huh. It's very interesting. I, I actually really enjoy the attachment stuff. Can see all the ways I went wrong. But our daughter has incredible attachment, according to my psychology lecturer. Hmm? You know how, like, we've always been a bit like, God, she's so into me. You know, we would drop her off anywhere. She'd cry, take her to the crèche when she was, like, six weeks old and she'd cry, like, everywhere. She's supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. 
and everyone's like, oh, she shouldn't really be doing that. It's like it just means that we have a really secure attachment and it's actually good for her. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've been more – I thought that I had done this wrong thing and it turns out the other two are just just abnormal. <laughs> they don't care. They like – they don't have secure attachments to me as much as her. Mm. Like they're happy to go off. Although there's two ways that could work. Because they've always been happy to go off, but they're always happy to come back and greet me. They don't come back and greet me, which makes me think that they have a secure attachment as well. Because they're always so if there's a secure, it's it's unsecure attachment. If the child goes away, so and then the mother comes back, and then the child is avoidant towards their mother. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. But if you go away, and the child is like mm, happy to see you, but isn't the two phase that's pretty secure and then when you go away and the child cries and cries and carries on and then you come back and the child's happy to see you and cuddles blah 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 secure attachment but if they avoid Which one you, do you want you don't you want them to be happy to see you but then happy to go off and play again mm-hmm. yeah also yeah <laughs> happy parenting <laughs> it's very complex but yeah so many things feed into it i'm sure though as as we go along i'll sprout us some new things but that makes me curious as to like, I don't really remember my parental attachment. Well, you're also, so you're also trying to find, you're trying to find like, what is the best way I can raise and support and help you? Yeah. But you're also talking about somebody having their own singular experience of life and they got their own plan and sometimes they're not going to tell you what it is. Yeah. 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 Like so one of ours never tells me his plan. Mm. I'm like, tell me. Yeah. What are doing you can try and try and try but as one one thing that i keep noticing as time goes by is that um that you know how like you know your kid will get to a certain age or something and they will go up in a stage of development somehow and and their their persona is like developed that little bit Mm. more and you see something coming through and you're like oh this is new yeah that's new but and, and this could also be projected but when you go back and look at older videos and stuff of them when they're younger, mm. I didn't see. So like, well, I, you didn't I, could, know. I could hang out with Leto right now and he might, uh, Leto is quirky like me. Uh, and so he might do something quirky or whatever. And I'll be like, that's a weird, weird thing. What are you doing that? Like, that's new. That's a new thing or whatever. Mm. And then I'll flick through and I'll come across some video of him when he was like six months old. And he was actually... I displaying could see it. the early stages of what he's doing now back then, but I never ever back then would have been able to form the way he was into my idea of him yeah, as so an eight-year-old. Yeah, so it started like this. Or... You're, you, it started like this little, little, and it goes as he grows up, and then it gets fatter and fatter, and then you're like, oh, there's more of you mm. suddenly. So, so their personality I mean is... is so like set in a way from the beginning so what i mean is is i think like kind of until your kids are about 30 you you're 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 slowly not seeing them become who they are they don't they don't really like change in front of you you slowly over time let go of all the things you You thought thought they were were, Mm. the way you thought that they were yeah. 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 Because they're actually just like, and sometimes, sometimes. Especially when you're raising two together. Yeah. But you also like, you really don't have any idea how it's going to go. No. Who they're going to, who they're going to be. No. You really don't know. No. And you really, 
you know, they might be like three or they seven might not even or 10 like you. or 15. And you think, you think you've got this idea of the trajectory that they're on based mm-hmm. on the way that you see them today. But you don't, you don't know how much of what you're looking at is a reaction to them being, being in your conditioned or diverted away from who they really are. And so then it can be, that can be scary to reveal, reveal yourself a little bit because maybe sometimes like you little, little, little this is, poke your head out of the turtle Well, shell. this is what I found with homeschooling. So the kids have been home for probably, what, two and a half months now mm. that we've been doing this. And one of the things I was not expecting about homeschooling that ha- presented itself to me pretty quickly was that even though we spend a lot of time with our kids, we spend far more time with our kids than a lot of parents who have to work with traditional nine-to-five jobs and stuff. Um, so we've always been around after three we're always around on weekends except for when you were working and, you know, we assume that we know our kids pretty well. But over the last couple of weeks, I started to notice like little personality developments or changes or even things that were already there that I hadn't been witnessing because they've been at school all the time. And so there's this whole other element to the kids that I just didn't know existed. It's I, really strange. I find. I was like, I thought I knew you. But why are we only talking about this now? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I find that... Um, hey, Mom. I find that we... I think we spend a lot of time around our children. Oh, yeah, just not with them. Yeah. What's, what are you, you trying know? to say? Well, I think because... So, like, in comparing it to a traditional kind of, like, parent goes to work in the morning and comes home in the afternoon yeah. or in the early evening sort of thing. When they, depending on what sort of job they have, when they come home, they're not, they just don't have any work to do anymore. They're at home. Yeah. You know, so they might be more present and invested. They might have less physical time um, in proximity to their children, Mm. but maybe the time that they have in some cases is more concentrated and more focused. More quality. But because we can pick up and put down (laughs) our work whenever we want to, we do. Mm. which means that we have less boundaries. So like like nine like like nine to five uh, maybe creates a boundary in the relationship that is beneficial in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, so I find myself, I find myself now that the kids are at home every day, I find that I have more observations about myself now than I do about, them because I've kind of I've kind of married to this idea that like I'm a support person in their life but I'm really just here to see them become who they are and mm. I really need to do everything I can to not try and steer that I don't want to don't want to put any ideas into their head of of who they're going to I don't know I just don't want to put any flags up swim between the flags if there's no rips in the water anyway mm-hmm. but i find myself uh judging myself through their eyes a bit more i yeah. see them watching me your behaviors yeah be near them but not with them mm-hmm. and so because i'm with my kids every day i can't escape the type of parent i think i am anywhere near yeah, as much because we, we weren't parenting during the week between nine and three yeah we didn't have to parent then mm. now we do yeah 
You know. So down to our lunch choices, the I types of things we do with our time. I find, how myself, clean. <laughs> I find myself telling him that if you want to do this first, you have to do that. Oh, no. But because they live with me every day, they know that I'm not going to do that before I do this. You know, like that, like I'm telling, I'm telling you that you have to eat and, and have your teeth brushed and whatever before you've done this. But we nearly started this episode with me with no pants on. I nearly you actually had no pants, have pants on. on when this episode started. It's true. Because, because now I spend enough time with my children to now know that I ask them to that do lots pants of things that I wouldn't ask myself to do. Like you guys need to have breakfast and fold that washing before you have screen time. What did we do before our screen time? Hung out Put in the shower. We had a shower. Mm. It's true. We did. Maybe you shouldn't Washed listen to hair. us. Maybe we're terrible parents. Maybe you shouldn't oh, listen to us at all. I wish nobody has ever told me that I'm a terrible parent. I remember mum once said when I was younger and Tosh was about two and a half, three. And she, this is the only time my mum has ever criticised my parenting. She said, maybe you're going out too much. And I was like, piss off. I'll do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Kept going out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a father to spend time with. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Um I was going out too much. You're holding my hand. Yeah. It's so awkward the way mm. you did it. I was like, oh, this is weird. Why did I just put my hand down and your hand was there and then I wasn't going to and then I was like, why wouldn't I? Oh, yeah. oh let's hold hands. Mm. It's card reading time. It is. Put your hearts in. Mum has to wear a mask at work. Uh-huh. That? That's crazy time. Oh, also, just before we do card reading time. i got to do a wee. Oh, I just wanted to tell you something. Oh. So, uh, was the last episode your headphones broke? Yeah. Yeah. So I got in contact yeah. with Nick from TAG, uh, tag, tag.com.au, um, and I've been doing some work with him for QSC Australia. Yep, and he was promos. nice enough to send me these lovely in-ear Audio Technica headphones. Oh. And he has a pair of them for you. And, he, and he's going to send them, and he has been meaning to send them to you for a while. I was meant to do this as a surprise. Um, Such a good surprise. But they're situated in Melbourne. Oh, no. And I I haven't got all the full details yet, but I don't think they're allowed to go to their office or anything like that. Oh so God. so he has some headphones for you. He's going to send them That's to you exciting. ASAP. We should drive there to get them. I know a girl who will just go straight through the borders. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. She's got her rights. She um, knows what she's doing. Uh, but anyway, he he's awesome. They're awesome. They're a great company. They've been really, really nice and accommodating and helpful to me and our podcast. Uh, and uh, and I'm going to be able to have, not have these on. That's right. I'll be and able to we'll have pretty able, hair we'll like you. be able to have a balanced volume level. Yeah, because um, it sounds like nothing in here. If you can, head to the QSC not Australia right Facebook page and send them some love. And if you have any... Say Sean sent you. Say Sean or Hey Dimu podcast sent you or Sean or Projected Twin sent you. Um, if you need any podcast equipment, microphones or speakers, all kinds of stuff, go and check out tag.com.au. Uh, even if you don't want to buy anything, just go and be like, hey, you guys are awesome. Sorry you're in a bad situation. Hope it gets better soon. Thank you for looking after our friends. tag.com.au. And the hearts are rolling in. Okay, well, you know what that means. It means it is porno music slash card reading time. It's not magic, but it could be helpful. Oh, yeah. 
It's not fucking magic, but it might be helpful. It's not fucking, 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 fucking magic, mate, but it might be helpful. Now it's my turn to wait. So, if you are new to the show, this is the part of the show where we do card readings. And I've got space. Oracle card readings. You've got space to do them. If you would like a card reading from Nix, you need to post a heart emoji into the chat right now. Uh, and if you are one of our audio listeners or YouTube uh, replay watchers, then we have something for you. At the end of this episode, we'll be doing a special reading just for you. Today we are using Rebecca Campbell's The Starseed Oracle Cards. They're very pretty. Rebecca Parker bought these for me for my birthday, which is in January. Hopefully she brings out a second pack and I'll be like, hey, Beck Parker, it's my birthday. <laughs> buy me some more. Not really. It's probably time for me to buy Beck Parker some. All right. Who is first? I think. Let's see. Matt Hendy. All right. Let us, let us do this. So I've been doing some card readings for myself lately. And it comes to this time where I feel like it's not working and it must be time for a new deck. And I can't tell whether it's just me being like, Niggs, you're done with this narrative now. It's time to buy some new things. <laughs> That's probably not a good idea. And now that we've got this new desk, I can put all the cards out and it works fine. Oh, blue hearts. All right. How has everyone been? Tell me your things. Have you been good? Have you been bad? What's the highlight of your week? All right. Doing Matt Hindi's first. Okay. So we're up here. All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. Okay. Matt. Your soul wants you to know. I'm about to sneeze. Ah, true. It's not Corona. It's just arthritis. <laughs> you did not even try to cover that up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You didn't even try. Oof. Okay. So, Matt, your soul wants you to know that right now you need to trust the timing. So whatever it is that's going on for you, you need to trust the timing and trust the time that the wave that you came in on. So whatever it is you're riding right now, trust. Trust that. I wonder what sneezing means when you're doing tarot readings. Mm, mm. What would Louise Hay what, say? What would Louise Hay say? Oh, well, sinus. <sighs> uh, no, allergies. Allergies means you don't believe that you can take care of yourself, but I don't know. Seems appropriate. Yeah. Doesn't it? Maybe. Okay. And so in order for you to trust that the timing is not running out that time is not running out for you and you have i'm just so emotional about it it's, it's just, so random this is really good cards it's just really good These card are really reading. good cards so good okay so in order for you to realize that timing is not running out, you need to apologize apparently um you need to write some past wrongs that you've got going on how that feeds into it into trusting time i'm not sure but perhaps it means more that time that, that you don't have to, like, rush. Mm. Like, you don't have to forgive people in a certain amount of time. You do it in your own space. Yeah. So it doesn't, I don't know who you who, who you need to forgive. It could just be yourself. 
but there's no amount of time. Don't listen that to one one yeah. republic. Don't listen to them. What do it's, they say? It's not too late to apologize. Yeah, it's not too late. Too late. Yeah. There's time left to apologize. Mm. Yeah, and so whether that's to yourself or to someone else, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Unless you cheated on someone, then you should probably apologize pretty quickly. Or maybe just 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 leave. You're well, here's the thing. You're going to have to anyway. You're going to have to at some point anyway. You're going to die one day and you're going to die completely by yourself, regardless of whether you're surrounded by people that love you or mm. not. As you are blinking out of existence, whatever happens after that, you're doing that on your own. And mm -hmm. whoever you have or haven't forgiven, that's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Whether you do it today or as you are fading away. What is your greatest fear that you, you're, what, what are you... What would you be sad on your deathbed when you're 72? When you're 72 and you're on your deathbed, what will, like, is your biggest fear that you will not have accomplished or? That it's my fault. That you died? That no, like, like, my biggest fear is, like, as I'm dying, I'll be, there'll be something that I'm really not happy to know? leave the way it is as I'm going, and it's my fault. Do you know what I'm going to do to you as you're dying? I'll be holding your hand. You were abused a lot. You're going to die before I was. Nah. I already I decisioned that into. But I'll be like, I don't forgive you for all those times you cheated on me. <laughs> and then you'll have to die. There's a movie like that. Is there? Yeah, there's a movie about a um, woman that gets Alzheimer's. And she ends up having a rela oh, that's right. relationship with someone in the retirement home that she she's living pretending. with. And then at the very end, she, re she kind of reveals, like, you shouldn't have fucking done that, should you? <laughs> Look, if you don't want people to talk shit about you, don't do shit things. Don't do them. I was writing a book called that once, remember? If you didn't want me to talk about it, shouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want me to talk about the trauma that you caused me. Shouldn't have caused me trauma. Do you know why you didn't finish that book? Because it's not done. Because as you were writing it, you realised that you don't really believe in that premise. But if you didn't want me to talk about it, you shouldn't have done it? Mm-hmm. No, I don't believe that. I believe that still. You, no, but back when you were working on it back then. Oh, yeah, it was very the, different. The connotation premise. was you will take responsibility yeah. for this. Now yeah. I'm like, I take responsibility for myself hmm. and my healing. Mm -hmm. All right, Kira. You get this card. Kira! Kira! <clears throat> I feel like this will be helpful. Mm -hmm. So, your soul card <laughs> wants you to know <laughs> that it is. Uh, important for you right now to forge your path not to follow it you need to pave your own path and be the leader that you wish you had because we often look outwards for people to lead us not realizing that we should actually be asking ourselves for that leadership you might be searching for qualities you have but don't let out you might be searching for them indeed hmm. yeah and in order for you to be the leader that you wish you had you need to lift the veil sorry i haven't been showing the cards i should do Oh, it's a bit different now. It's harder to do. Lift, lift, the, lift the veil. It says question everything. So anything that is unaligned in your life must go so that you can be the leader that you wish you had. So those like self-doubts that you have about your ability to 
move forward with something to do anything is actually in your own hands and it has nothing to do with anyone else but be cautious because <coughs> remove anything unaligned can turn into get rid of anything that makes you uncomfortable even no. the, even the challenges that are the right ones for you discomfort is don't important. like it not doing it yeah so some discomfort is good discomfort that makes you doesn't turn your stomach like if you've got discomfort that turns your stomach it's probably your intuition telling you that that's not a good thing but discomfort. if you discomfort but yeah if you've got the discomfort that's okay as long as it's not followed with a physically sickening intuition thought that's mm. like Fuck. up next is Harold James Harold oh we have a new we have a new contender after that Corinne Faith Corinne I do believe I know Corinne yeah. vaguely through another friend uh huh Mm-hmm. I think I'm friends with her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I think maybe. If you put a heart in and then you weren't able to stick around for your reading, these do all get uploaded onto YouTube. So you can uh, go back. Uh, and there's an audio podcast version mm -hmm. of this too. If you would like any of those, just head to heydimu.com. You will find what you're looking for there. Mm -hmm. All right, Harold. Hmm. Okay. Harold, your soul wants you to know right now that you have... There we go. Oh, hello. There you go. Portal. Um, this card is about doors opening and you making decisions. Um, so you need to do that because you will be rewarded if you can just make a decision. Um, in order for you to do that, you need to apologize. You need to say, I am sorry. So perhaps whatever this uh, these doors are that you want to open rests on you apologizing for something or forgiving yourself for something that you may have messed up previously give that a whirl you messed up what no i'm just kidding <laughs> oh him yeah <laughs> don't be so mean all right corin corin faith corin corin i like it spelled that way yeah it's cool hmm, i like it um i was reading the news last night when i got bored in bed when i was waiting for you to come home mm. You haven't had that for a while. Yeah. Waiting for me to come home so I can read from the my news. band outing. Yeah, so I can read the news. Mm -hmm. There was the news story that I read was this. Mum changes mum furious after daughter adult daughter changes name from Emma Lee to Emily. That was the news report. That was the news report? Yeah, Did I was you like get a notification on your phone for that one? No, I didn't. I just came across it on the news. I was like, mm. why is this news? Why is this girl changing her name from Emma Lee mm. to Emily a thing? Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Why are you reporting on this? Isn't the news really that slow? Mm -hmm. It's um, like uh, you got this phone notification the other day and it was Channel 9 News going like, breaking now. And you click on the video and it's basically like... We interrupt your day and text message you on your phone to let you know that somebody in another state is being is being Stabbed. beaten up live on live on this live stream right now. Go and watch it. And you're like, what? And then like, because there's this part of the movement that's all like, no, we we shouldn't be turn we should not turn away. We should watch this. And it's like, do you not understand that you're training yourself to be passive to horrible actions, and that every time you watch something that you're helpless to do anything about from really far away, that you are training the response. And the response is, oh. if I happen to see this happen right in front of me, I'll do just like I practiced. Watch. Yeah, yeah, bystander effect. Yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Corin. 
Your soul wants you to know that you need to fall into my arms. Which not oh Lord. might not be my arms. They're pretty hairy in my armpits right into now. Into my ass. <clears throat> so this is about falling into your life and surrendering into the extremes of life. Why are you staring at me? I'm Sorry. looking at your boobs. Um, so you need to surrender. Sometimes we resist and that's what my meditative experience was about resisting and holding on and squeezing the life out of something that doesn't need to be squeezed out of. Squeeze it. Um, and in order for you to do that, your action card is empathetic star seeds. So you're absorbing energies that aren't yours that may be causing you to not surrender or they could be causing you to withhold from surrendering because maybe you don't feel like you have the space to do so. Mm-hmm. Sometimes... That can be a problem. Mm-hmm. It can. Mm. Up next is Alec Beverly. Hi, Alec. Well, let's do your future. It best be. Uh, I'll make it a good one because Beck's in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. So, so for those that don't know, Alec, Alec and Rebecca Parker are together. They're engaged. They're engaged, and they've both they've both uh, gone with Blue Hearts today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will again. It's not magic. It may not be magic. These cards may not be magic. It is basically a a board game with like archetypal helpful Stories. things that involved in them. But weird things happen, and so we're gonna do a reading for Alec right now. Then Brandon. Then after Brandon, we got Rebecca, and they're together. And let's see what interesting story their two individual readings tell together. Mm. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Here we are with. Part one. Part one. How much trouble is Alec <laughs> going to be in for playing Battlefield? my cactus. <laughs> All right. Ooh. You're very pretty. Thank you. Mm. And you're very clever. Thank you. And you're a smart lady. And you make me feel nice and you make me feel comfortable. And you tell me off when I need it. Yes. And that's helpful too. It is. You don't just make me feel good. Mm. Mm. That's what you like about me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Alec, you got Lost Lands. This card is about soul memories and gifts and saying that you've done this before. So you've got either some some sort of skills or some gifts. I don't know a lot about you, skills. Alec. What gifts do you have? Like, are you skilled at something? What do you do for a job? I don't even know what you do for a job. Um, is it talking about you've done this before? This card is just one of those very prolific cards that's like, you're all right. You know what you're doing. Just keep at it. Um, however, you're no not in a pressure, rush. But we've known Rebecca Parker for a long time. Yes. And maybe the skill you have is um, being great at being the exact type of, no pressure, young man we've been <laughs> waiting to yeah. um, introduce themselves into Rebecca's life. Yes. It'd yeah. be nice to see that progression. Mm. Well, I guess you are because they're engaged and live together. Yeah. Um, so in order for you to uh, work with these gifts, to know that you have done this before, is to trust the timing and that timing is not running out and that you need to trust the wave that you came in on. Can come true. So apologizing and timing is very important in these card readings today. It's all timing. Um, you get it. It's all, it's all vibrations and timing. Yeah. And I guess this card, like... I, what I would take from this for myself personally is that the the whole you've done this before is very generic saying blah, 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 blah. Mm. But time is not running out. So like maybe Alex has got 
or anyone has got something that they want to do with themselves and they feel a lot of pressure because time is running out. But mm -hmm. I think Alex is only 24. Yeah. So like you still got so long. Mm -hmm. There's still 10 years between how old I am and how old you are and there's so much time left. Yeah. I've still got so much time left. And you don't want to rest for as long or as much as you think you want to. It's true. Because you, you get to, the, you know. You get to day if, two of if resting. you're fortunate enough and you live <laughs> in a part of the world where you get to retire at some point and, and, and you live in a, and your economy looks after retired people, then you might find yourself in this position where all of a sudden you've got limitless time, you're supported, you've been waiting for this day to come for a long time to put your feet up, you put your feet up and as your feet are up, you're looking out into the horizon and you think to yourself, I've still got about 30 years left on this motherfucker and <laughs> I got nothing to do except for what I want. But what do I, I want? didn't really Figure think that out. about that. Yeah, yeah um, that's the thing. We spend sometimes, you know how you hear about people who have less, like, worked in the same factory for like 40 years and then they get to retirement and they're like so lost. And that's because they spent so much of their time doing what they think they should have done rather than what they wanted. Mm. Don't be that person. Mm. Don't be old man mm -hmm. Bob, Ralph, Steve. Could be Janine. Janine. Could also be Janine, but I was thinking Whoa. old timer days and Maybe. Oh, there was less women going to work back then. Janine's All right, is Brandon. crossed. Brandon. Brandon. All right, so we've had part two, Alex reading. What the heck? We have an intermission here. Brandon, Brandon. Simmons. Top fan. Top fan, Brandon. Look at that diamond. Oh, look at that. That's right. How come Big Parker doesn't have a, a badge? Collect your badge. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, Adam's down there. That's right. You stayed for the whole time. Uh, Thanks, Adam. Um, okay, so doors are opening for you too, Brandon. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Uh, so doors are opening. You need to decide um, and you will be rewarded. But first, you need to stop micromanaging the universe around you. You need to look more inward, less outward, which is what I say to you every week, Brandon. And I know that you are, um, which is important to keep doing. But it, you're going to be presented with some sort of opportunity. Hmm. This will help you. Doors are opening. If you get two choices, follow your gut instincts on which one you want. Not the one you think you should have. All right. Do that. Does that help? Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes the opportunity is something being presented to you that you could take and maybe it would have good ramifications if you took it, but it's still not actually what you want to do. Yeah. And it's actually getting you further away from the thing that you really want to do, which may actually be a bit harder. Sometimes, sometimes life presents you little tests. Yeah, it does. It's like, fall back into the old pattern in a new place. Here you go. You know what? You know how to do this. Also, um, for anyone who would like to join us, Beck Park, you might be interested in this. Um, and maybe EJ if she's here. Um, we're doing, I'm doing a art class, an online Zoom art class with Harlequin for the next five evenings where we are working on an art piece with a um, artist lady who does very beautiful portraitry, imagery, psychedelic <laughs> artworks, very mystical, very... Mm -hmm. Kind of like these. Kind of a lot like these, actually. Her yeah. artwork is a lot like these, um, and she's doing an art class, and I'll share it in the community. Um, she starts tonight. It's five nights, 
for two hours. Harla and I are doing it. It's sixty dollars. Starts at seven o'clock tonight. Six oh, EJ is here. Sweet. Um, yeah. So it's sixty dollars, and I'll post in the community. And if anyone would like the link, let me know, and I can share it directly to you. But we'll be doing that tonight. It's over Zoom, so you get to hang out with me. You get to hang out with her name is Katie. I think you say it. It's K A T I A. Katia. Katie Honor, her name is. Um, and uh, she was actually going to be coming to Adelaide. She She's in New Katie South Wales. Katie Honors Not is Bombaloo. Bombaloo. I know. That's, That's what I was thinking of. Anyway, so she is in another state. I can't remember exactly what state she was in, but she was supposed to be coming to one of our, our July APS meeting to do um, a workshop. Cool. Um, but obviously with coronavirus, can't do that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do an art class. Mm-hmm. So please join us. I will show you the links. Here come Rebecca Parker's cards. Right, Rebecca Parker. Part two of our relationship reading. <laughs> Part two. What's dark, perfect dark bots? It's a game that me and Matt Hendy and Alan Cadman used to play back when we were in high school. Mm. Perfect dark. Basically, the GoldenEye game was oh, yeah. so popular mm-hmm. that perfect dark was kind of like kind of like an unofficial hmm. sequel to that. It's not a James Bond game, but it was they were like, you like, you like, you like, you like shooting each other, play this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny card reading that we've got going on here. Here we go. So Alex had a bit about time, trusting the timing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Beck Parker, you need to wait. <laughs> you need to wait. Says right here. Reel it in. Reel it in. Um, it's not time yet. Things are being woven. That's what your soul wants you to know. And your action card for that is to keep holding the vision that it's happening. So it's happening. Whatever it is that you want, that you're waiting on, is going to happen. You just need to trust the the timing. I am woven here. So whatever that is, feel free to message me what it is that you have in your head. So I can Unless it's murder. Don't tell me. I want to know that shit. (laughs) Uh, All right. Adam. And then I is it EJ? Yeah. Oh. And then Caitlin. Oh, then Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Emily said she was going to be here and she's not. Maybe she is. Only she would have said something by now. Small, I've already taken a jab at her and she didn't say anything. A small percentage of your viewers comment. She always comments when she comes here because she needs to be known. Yeah. Who's here? She might be having a self-aware Can day Can you though. get the door? Get out here. Could be. Could be Tosh. Could be our son. Sorry, open the door so loud. This is like podcasting with them um, at home. Is it the child? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. I like it so much better when your headphones aren't plugged in. I can hear mm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's because those headphones are so old and beaten up. But they just don't have the fight in them they that don't. they used to have. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Adam gets this card. No, oh, that's so weird. Why does it happen like that? Okay. It's always the same. Always. Always a theme. Okay, Adam, your life is a canvas. And you and I both know that this is true. 
So your card is about artistry, manifestation and creative accountability. I know that you are working on lots of arty projects and that you are making yourself accountable. Adam has been very active in his artistry um, and he's always sharing it, which is awesome. Mm. Um, Very prolific. Very. Talks about some very interesting stuff. Um, And in order for you to have that creative accountability you need to trust the wave that you came in on trust the timing so it's all coming so i i i was chatting with adam the other day and i think he was waiting for inspiration to come or something he Mm -hmm. was waiting for something um and sometimes we do have to wait thank you red wolf we like it too um but yeah trust the wave you came in on time is not running out you get to be an artist forever yay till you die okay whenever that might be yeah all right, Caitlin. Caitlin. You haven't finished your books. You're fine and great for advice, your royal sinus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Cherie's checked it up. She's looked in. Cherie 3PO. Yeah, I call Cherie. Cherie calls herself CPO and I call her Cherie 3PO. Cherie PO. Cherie PO. Cherie PO. That's a tidier one. Cherie Louise Hay says, allergies. Who are you allergic to? Denying your own power. Affirmations is world the world is safe and friendly. I am safe. I'm at peace with life. Thank you, Sheree. That's 17 minutes ago. That's how many we missed. Yeah, um, thank you, Sheree 3PO. Um, we're going to have to have, I'm going to have to have Sheree on the podcast now mm. that I've got the new setup. Mm-hmm. Do whatever I'm, we want. I'm going to do Hey Mums. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do, I'm going to do Oracle readings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do, do all of them all when I get bored now. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, I've got two weeks of good neeks. Two oh, weeks. Do you? Yeah, two weeks. We've got neeks good for two weeks before I start shrinking back into my whole Two good n- weeks. Mm-hmm. N- weeks for neeks. Yep, yep, yep. All right, EJ. Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Stop moving it. I just, I just looking ahead, you know. I thought you were pinning just them. looking ahead. I was, but you're not looking at your phone, so there's no point in pinning them. Cause if, I, if you pin them there, I can just look straight to the bottom of the Can comments. you, though? Yeah. Can you, though? Thanks, Matt. Can you, though? Oh, is he leaving? Did he leave already? Oh, who knows? No, you... Oh, look. I don't want to say I told you so, but I was right. You can't? No. Mm. If, I, if I pin it, if you were looking at your phone, if I pinned it, it would come up for you. But because... But not yeah. All right. Are you guys glad we sorted that out? <laughs> <laughs> we could just sit here and have like arguments about the things that we're doing in our lives. We've done 101 episodes of that. <laughs> Why do people keep coming? Uh, okay, so your soul wants you to know that right now. Actually, just 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 do us a favor. If you're watching this live or wherever you're watching this from, answer that question. Why why do you come back yeah. to this show? Why do you come That's here? Actually good. If you could please let us know. Put it in the comments. Why? Why do you come here? Why do you come here? Why do you want to hear is anything Newton we have to say? Is Bert not on TV anymore? No, he's not. Oh, he's not. No, he's not. And if he was, no one would be watching. I think Bert Newton's banging. <clears throat> Ugh, gross. I like to Bert your Newton. Yeah. Caitlin. Yeah, I'm still doing Caitlin. Okay, the cosmic heart. So your soul wants you to know that your life right now needs to be made into a moving prayer and you need to do that by devoting yourself with potency to something. Um, That could be your screenplay. That could be yourself. I know Mm. you're a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. Um, That could be it. But it also might have something to do with conflict. 
Your action card for that is the great, um, the great severing, which talks about having conflict with people. Um, it's about, it's about letting go of the anger and the and and not using conflict as a reason to avoid. So I was talking to someone the other day who said that they were, they're very emotional and they. Why are you laughing? You're just being cute today. Oh, <laughs> it's a happy day. Yeah. Um, I was chatting online with somebody about how they are very emotional and I said to them do you avoid conflict and they said always and I said well that's probably why you're so emotional and they were like no I'm just being cheesy about who I have around which is was a good point mm. and then I was like but if you're overly emotional and you're very sensitive to the world and anything that you see in the world and it's causing conflict for you you can't avoid it. Like avoiding the conflict actually only makes it worse every time you come up against unexpected conflict. So if you can actually soften to the conflict and allow the conflict to actually teach you something about yourself or how you deal with yourself in conflict, which is something that I've been practicing a lot, especially with social media. Yeah. Com avoiding conflict only makes every time you come against unexpected conflict more conflicting. Yeah. Soften to the conflict. Soften to love. Yeah. But the like conflict doesn't have to be a battle. Conflict can be like an like you and I we, we know argue. You're saying you're saying like if it doesn't align, remove it. But we're also saying that sometimes you remove challenges that are the appropriate one yeah. for you. You're not doing yourself any favors if you re if you have an unresolved issue or an argument with a person and for and it's just not getting any better. Mm. You're maybe not necessarily doing yourself a favor by removing that person from your life if the result is you having an imaginary continuation of that argument with that person that you don't have anything to do with it anymore for the next 20 years yeah, yeah. you haven't actually averted that conflict you've just you've actually removed internalized it. that conflict and now you're in that fight forever. forever yeah 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 which is why holding grudges isn't healthy no. You know when you and see I those. I struggle with that. Yeah, you've always struggled with that. Um, you're a lot better than you used to be. There used to be a. We'll get to the other readings, EJ. Um, there was. Oh shit! I forgot. It was good. Too. Read the next card. I'll do the next card, Sean. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. might come back. It might come back. Um, is it just EJ? EJ. Uh, Red Wolf put hearts next to when she said, I love the new setup. So I don't know if oh, that okay. means she wants a reading okay. or Ooh, not. Look at these. But we got EJ and potentially Red Wolf and then that's it. And so, so the conflict thing, right? Mm -hmm. I, I used to avoid conflict more, even though conflict seemed to come for me because I attracted the thing I was trying to avoid. Mm. Um, but conflict... Oh, no, I lost it again. It keeps coming to me and then I lose it. Kellogg's Conflicts. Kellogg's Conflicts. Kellogg's Conflicts. Yeah, no, nah, don't worry. I'll just just read the cards, reading. all right? Never just mind. Just read the cards. Yeah. Anyway, used to be bad at it. I got better at it. Um, <laughs> the end. That's pretty much it. Well done. That's the same thing. You apply that to anything. Absolutely anything. Didn't work out. Not very good. Learn something from it. Improve next time literally to apply that to anything in your life it's very boring until you die until you die mm -hmm. like and that's i was trying to explain something to the kids the other day and they were like oh blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. and i was like it's the same thing for everything guys mm -hmm. just apply the same shit it's all love treat everyone nice treat yourself good it's all the same mm -hmm. same thing with your snacks 
All right, EJ, you are currently feeling the weight of the, wor- the world on your shoulders. You need some boundaries to let go that the the weight that you're carrying is not yours and perhaps that is due to your feeling defenselessness. Maybe you're feeling like you can't um, defend yourself here. That's that something needs to change, that ro- past wrongs need to be righted somewhere and that, that somebody needs to be sorry, either you or you or someone else. But whatever you're carrying is not yours. And maybe this sorry is not actually. Maybe you're carrying the burdens of the environments around you and the people you're surrounding yourself with. All the narratives of the stories that you're carrying, surrounding yourself with can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Should we read some comments before we go? Corinne says, My parents made up the spelling and it means I literally have to spell my name every day of my life. Most people just call me CJ. Oh, that's a good one. Babe. She meant thanks. Oh, thanks, yeah. babe. Yeah. <laughs> Harold says the reason he keeps coming back is because Sean and Neeks are great together. Rebecca says, it is murder. Neeks is getting a plane ticket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think uh, it might be my murder. Yeah, That's what Alex said. Yeah. Good news. EJ says the humanness is why I come back here. No. Red Wolf says, I love learning how people in the land down under think. It is different. It is when you watch other people, when I watch people from the US's um, live streams, I'm like, that's different. Ah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aww. and Alec has become a patron? Or he just helped. He just helped? He just helped. Helped with the you patron. You always avoid conflict. That's your problem right there, love. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. This is why I didn't work in the law group, because I don't avoid the conflict and I don't get triggered by the conflict into getting aggressive and trying to do that. I just want to have the conversation to get the conflict somewhere else. Yeah. And, and so in a group would... chat, that don't happen because there's so many varying beliefs and opinions that somebody else will use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So conflict can be used to progress things, but only if people aren't triggered by the... We also accidentally paint in extremes sometimes. So we, if we're like, oh, I'm not supposed to avoid conflict, you can accidentally translate into, I meant to go out and seek conflict. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah just, no. it's just like, no, 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 no. Avoid, avoid initiating conflict. But if you find yourself in one, you might have to defend yourself this time. Yeah, hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Or, That's right. Or... You might have to stop defending yourself because this you're wrong. time. Yeah, maybe. sometimes we're wrong. The music has finished. Mackenzie, she hey, says, Mackenzie. I stumbled across you guys and I love this. Oh, well, thank thanks. you. Thank you for coming along to Hey Dimu episode one oh one. It wasn't much of a Hey Dimu one oh one in terms of like like we what is Hey Dimu. Or maybe it was. Maybe this was a great crash course in what Hey Dimu was. Because we basically started the episode went, this is episode 101. Let's treat this like a 101. Let's explain what we do here. And then we didn't explain anything. And then we just went straight back into doing you all haven't of done a card the things that we normally everyone. do. You need to do a card reading for everyone. Uh, so if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or re-watching this on YouTube, or even if you are watching this live right now, here is a generalized card reading for you to interpret however you You may need to and remember it may not be magic it may make you think of things you didn't think of before because that's the point of it and that might not be a magical thing but it could be an important thing for you to sit on Mm. 
Yeah. EJ says, I still carry an, an eternalized dialogue and conditioning from people who traumatized me. I was reading that and you just clicked off of it. Pardon my farts. Jeez. From the people who traumatized me, I carry their shame and want to let go of it. Yeah, and I could easily just go, just let go, EJ. Just let it go. Yeah. Yeah, just, just let go. Put it back just into Mother Earth. You Put it right. into Mother Earth. Just, just repent. Just be fine. Just repent. You'll be fine. Yep. Just but tell, that's not how it just works. Just tell Big Daddy in the sky. Yeah. You'll the be fact good. That you know that is part of the battle, I think. Mm. I think that that part of the battle is acknowledging that, oh, I do have these things. But you actually got to get, you can't just tell someone. You'll figure it out. You'll do it. Meditation does help. I do something physical to let go, like pretending to flick the trauma off your shoulder. That's a good way to go. Yeah, some it. people like tapping. Well, yeah, tap. I liked when I was very um, upset or when I get overwhelmed, you give me a little bit of a tappy tap. Yeah, you or like Or I just that. need you to lay on me. Yeah, you like pressure. Pressure on me. Pressure blanket. We still haven't got you I one of those. Know. We really need one. All right. This is past, present, future. Where you were, where you are, where you're going. So... In the past, we have been the empathetic star seed. We have been absorbing what is not ours, which is a lot about conditioning. Mm -hmm. We are conditioned from a very young age, which isn't a bad thing. It's actually just a natural progression of how we learn and teach. It's, that's how we learn everything. We are conditioned into learning and teaching that way. Mm -hmm. And so we are conditioned creatures. Just depends on who you are conditioned by. That changes how you interact with the world. Your future card, doors are opening. No, this is your present card. Doors are opening. You get to decide. You, this, we are in a, in a time of like complete upheaval where you, the whole world is changing. People have had to change whole careers. You're going to have to make your own ball game. You're going to have to make your own game now. Yeah. This is your own game. Figure. This is our game. This is the one we're playing. Yeah. Um, so your doors are opening, you decide and you will be rewarded if you follow what you want, not what you think other people wanted, not from the people who, who put into you or their conditionings. You might also have to be open-minded about where the reward comes from. You may expect reward to come through the same economical channels that you believe it's meant to come through, but maybe it shows up in some other way. Mm. That's and then experience. in your future, it says, jump in, say yes to change, mm -hmm. adventure. Yeah. So just jump in. Like, so once you've, you've opened your door, jump in. Yeah. Don't hesitate. Take a risk. Just take a risk. Yeah. Take a risk on yourself. Back the, yourself. Because time is not running out except for when you die at the end. Mm hmm And there's no point in fearing that either. Not really. Not really. Yeah. Because you can't really negotiate you're really your way young, out of that one. And I understand if you're young and you're dying, that really sucks. It does suck. But there's still a way. Easy for you to say. Easy for you. Easy for you to say. Yeah. That's it from us. Thank you very much for watching us. I am at Sean Holstagram on Instagram. She is at Antonika Hoberg. Uh, head to heydimu.com if you would like any more information about merch, uh, becoming a Demunity member, or different ways in which to support the show. The easiest way you can do that is by leaving us a like, leaving us a comment, and definitely by sharing this around. Invite people us to the review. party. And a review. Yeah. Go leave us a review on our Facebook page. Wherever you experience this from, if there is a way to reach out to us from there, please do so. That really helps And I'm not going to be make you feel guilty or anything, but like we just spent two hours doing this and it's only going to take you like five seconds to do that. You can feel guilty all by yourself. That's none of my business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am. See sure. you guys. Thank you for breaking in Bye. our new space. Ah, the blue wall. It's actually more green. Is it? It is green. Stop saying that. You <gasps> ruin colours for me. I don't know what anything is. It's See I'm you guys right. in the next one. <laughs> don't be a jerk. Bye.
，拜拜，拜。